0: Welcome to Do It Yourself Babies and Parenting, helping you navigate the parenting journey. Remember, you're not alone, trust yourself, and good enough is good enough. Hello, fellow parents and parents. Welcome to this episode of Do It Yourself Babies and Parenting. Today, I'll be talking about preparing for baby. This is all in my experience, and so I am not an expert, but again, I wanted to share um, some of the most important things from a material and non material basis of how you could best prepare for your bundle of joy or bundles of joy if you're expecting more than one. Now, just to preface this, none of these products that I mentioned are sponsored. It's just what I have personally used and really enjoyed. And so um, I just wanted to share it with everyone and hopefully you'll benefit. So from a material perspective, um, I wrote down a list and I've broken it up into two sections. So the first section is hospital or hospital bag. And the second is just baby and you in general so from a hospital or hospital bag perspective the I guess the top few I'll call them necessities because you could seriously bring anything you could bring a whole room in but the things that I found that were absolutely necessary um, first thing is car seat obviously you're going to end up transporting your baby home so they will need a car seat we ended up going with an infra secure one which I think can be used up until up until bub is up to about four years old i think some of them are even eight but we opted with that Mm -hmm. um nappies of course so i think this depends so i think i'm not sure but uh, private hospitals they potentially could provide them but i went through the public system and there were we had to everything we had to provide so make sure you pack some nappies um if you are a bit of an environmentalist Cloth nappies, of course, you can use. Um, but use whatever you need, something to catch the poo and the pee. Um, sleepwear for yourself. I mean, it's very likely you're going to be staying over for a night or two. So you want to be comfortable. You're definitely going to need maternity pads. So you can get this at the chemist or, you know, your local grocers. Um, but one trick, hopefully, that the hospital and the midwives will tell you is you kind of make a hole in the pad and they should be able to give you these small kind of ice blocks which goes underneath and it's just a nicer cooling effect for your down there as you recover after birth. You'll need your kind of basic toiletries, so toothbrush, face wash, moisturizer, whatever you feel comfortable in. Some people bring makeup because, hey, you might want to look really good while you're giving birth. Um, you'll need clothes and I recommend just comfy, you know, bummy clothes because, you know, if you've just given birth, you probably don't really want to be wearing, you know, your Sunday best. Um, so I just wore things like track pants and a t-shirt, etc. You also probably want to bring some breast pads. So if you do choose the breastfeed and if you're milk does come in whilst you're at the hospital you'll need something to kind of soak up (laughs) that milk and not drench your top um I actually used quite a few different brands and for me personally I love love loved um the new beginnings one which is actually part of it is made of bamboo so I found this really light really thin and really absorbent obviously you'll need to bring some baby clothes i kind of wanted to make it easy because i know at the time i'd be trying to deal with deal with a lot of stuff and so i ended up bringing mostly just onesies that have those kind of mittens um because onesies are kind of easier for the baby um, also wipes so obviously if you want to change your baby you'll need something to wipe their bum with um i ended up actually bringing two big bags of stuff um, and to be honest I only used a bit of it so these things that I've just talked about are what I think are probably the necessities and in terms of baby and you so you know when you after you give birth or before you kind of give birth, things that you might want to get in order uh, is a cot or somewhere for the baby to sleep in um, a swad swaddles so you can buy these ones from really anywhere it depends on you how expensive you want to go but a little tip they're going to get really dirty and they're going to be used a lot so whether you want to spend that much it's completely up to you but babies um they recommend you know that you swaddle them so basically wrapping them up like a little burrito so they feel protected and almost like they're back in the womb. Um, you could get a bathtub, so something obviously to bathe your baby in. Um, some people will do it in the sink and that's fine, but obviously they're going to get big sometime, So completely up to you, but we got given a secondhand plastic one. It was actually quite big and it was really good. It had little slots to put, you know, your kind of wash and um, cotton buds and whatnot. So that was really handy. You're obviously nappies, um, whether you go with, Uh, cloths or not is up to you, but you will definitely need nappies, so stock up. We go with Huggies, but that is our own personal choice, and I know plenty of people who go with various other brands, so you work, um, you find what works for you. You also want to get a pram, (laughs) because, you know, if you want to walk around, or go to the, you know, your your maternal child health nurse appointments, for example, or just want to just go for a walk, um, Obviously need something to transport port baby in. We ended up getting a secondhand bugaboo because my husband wanted something a little bit, I guess, better quality. and so. But we didn't want to spend thousands of dollars, so we kind of did the, the secondhand version. And it was absolutely fine. It actually seemed pretty much like new. Uh, you'll need breast pads. I mean, if you do choose to breastfeed, you will have a lot of milk coming out. So you need something to hold, or to absorb that um optional I would say is a breast pump um to be honest you can probably get that if you need it I did end up needing it for a couple times but I was fortunate to be able to borrow from a friend um but some people you know if you want to buy your own by all means I quite liked using the Medela but that was my own just personal preference You'll obviously need clothes for the baby. And I would recommend initially just get them onesies. I love the Bonds ones. Um, I feel like they're quite good quality. um, They're quite comfy. And they're made so that it's just, I don't know, it's just easy and quite intuitive to use. I know that sounds weird. But even some of the more expensive brands, compared to Bonds, I just felt overall, the look, the feel, the use overall, I would go with the Bonds ones. But onesies are a good option because, you know, you put them in and that's all you need to do. You don't need to worry about, you know, separate pants and stuff like that. You definitely need maternity bras. I mean, your boobs are either going to get massive or bigger. Or if you don't choose to breastfeed, I'm not sure. But you'll probably need something to just support yourself on your chest. Um, Pseudo cream is great. It's like a barrier cream. It's like this white kind of cream that you use for their bum in case um say they have a lot of poo and it kind of can get irritated and avoids nappy rash so that's a really good thing you can just get that at the chemist some form of wash we just used qv wash because we just wanted to use something that was normal you know ph not too acidic not too alkaline um something very gentle for their skin um, now you can, with baby, they do recommend that you use, you know, those kind of cotton buds, oh, uh, sorry, cotton, cotton wool, um, to, to wash them initially, but I actually end up using those cotton makeup pads, uh, which I found was actually better because they're a little bit bigger and they're kind of easier to handle, or you know what, you can use a washcloth, so really up to you how you want to go about it. You'll need baby wipes because, you know, in the middle of the night when you're changing, yeah, you're definitely going to need them. I ended up going with the Gaia brand, G-A-I-A, and I've tried a few and I actually really like Gaia. You'll need a towel for baby, obviously, after they have a um, shower or bath. And you'll need a change mat. Um, Some people get change tables. Uh, but we ended up just using like a change mat instead because it was kind of made it a bit more flexible and easier. We didn't have to change in that one specific place. So yeah, from a materials basis, that's what I would recommend uh or what I thought uh found, sorry, were the absolute necessities to have. Now I want to move on to the more important part, which is the non-material stuff. So you know you're preparing for baby. Um, What do you need to do to prepare? Um, I think it's really easy to think that, you know, I need to be 100% or 110% prepared. I need to know everything. I need to, you know, be able to control the situation. But to be honest, you can never be prepared. Like it doesn't matter how many books you read or how many people you talk to or how many parenting classes you go to. Every situation will be unique in terms of your labor and your overall experience. Um, but I think keep in mind that ultimately you might think that your baby needs A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But I found that they for, for a newborn, they really need three things. First is to be fed. Second is to be clean. And third is to be loved. And so that's very, I guess, basic. So if you can meet those three things when you have a baby, which you can for sure, You're going to be fine. And some kind of tips or lessons that I can share in terms of these non-material preparation things is, as I said before, number one, you can never be 100% ready. All you can do is kind of do your best to to get ready and be prepared. So for example, you can do things, self-love things to make sure you're relaxed because then baby will be relaxed. So, you know, have a bath, read have ice cream, meditate, do some yoga, go for a walk. Whatever it is that you enjoy and makes you happy, do that. Spend time, you know, by yourself and with your partner because when baby comes, you're not really going to get that much time and you're going to have to actually make time for that. So truly enjoy. This will be, you know, one of the last few times you will get that for the rest of your life pretty much or maybe when your child is 18 or something. <laughs> um but that's a long time so treasure what you have now before baby know that it's going to be really hard i mean i don't think i've heard of one parent who said oh this is a breeze so it's a it's a hard it's a challenging journey and just try to take it step by step just and and, and i guess tied to that is When you do these kinds of things that make you happy, it makes you a better person. And when you're a better person and you're the kind of the best you can be, that will translate across and make the experience better and more positive and make you a better parent. The second thing is, again, it's kind of all related, but know that the road the parenting journey is going to be super unclear and super bumpy. You'll have highs, you'll have lows, frustration, potentially emotional breakdowns. I know I had that. Um, But really where you can, try to be present and enjoy that ride because you're going to learn so many lessons, probably every day, every minute. But if you try to kind of anchor yourself back, keep that positive mindset and be realistic... Know that you can grow, you can be a better person through this experience. And you know what? It's so true. Nothing easy, sorry, nothing good comes from anything easy. So you've got to, you know, put the work in to be able to get a good outcome. And I think the last thing I would say is don't try to be perfect. Because this is where I think a lot of parents could potentially, you know, just shoot themselves in the foot and potentially could lead to postnatal depression because that's what I experienced. I had really kind of high expectations of myself of what I should be thinking, what baby should be doing. And it actually, I believe, was a big contributor to getting postnatal depression. And something that I've learned along the way is and something that I promote through this podcast is being a good enough parent is honestly should be the aim. Being good enough is exactly that, good enough. Your baby only needs those basic things. And as long as you can meet them most of the time, it's going to be fine. Like, honestly, you've got this. So have some faith. That's it. I hope you got something out of that. Um, And until next time, take care.